Welcome to Sleepover Cinema, where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of those who totally ship Kelly and Jennifer. I'm Hannah Leach. And I'm Audrey Leach. We are the sister filmmaking duo, also known as Two Pink Pictures, and we have not stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them. We're going to explore the good, the bad, and the nonsensical of the movies that first inspired our love for film in an attempt to answer the question, are these movies actually good? And at the end of the day, do we really care if they are? Today, we are talking about 2002's Cadet Kelly. She was a teenage fashion queen. What do you think? I like it. It's very bridal. Until her family moved her out of the city. Military school? And into a uniform. Now, if she wants to fit in, she'll have to get her hands a little dirty. Oh, did you break a nail? Hillary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> Cadet Kelly. So, before we just get right on into Miss Cadet Kelly, yes. we got to do our hot take of the week. Yes, we do. And this week it is coming from Emma who we have collabed with on the Devil Wears Prada Mm -hmm. episode. Here's the question. Okay. We're really just getting right into it. Not even doing like a hello, guys. (laughs) Like an acknowledgement of the people at home. Okay, I'm ready. They're ready. No, I think we're ready. Just (laughs) as a society, (laughs) as the listeners of this podcast, you know what's up. Why (laughs) the the niceties? You listen to this to listen to us talk to each other, not for us to awkwardly monologue at you. Yeah, like you know what's up. Okay, hot take of the week. Pink razor or sidekick? So it's funny because it's pink razor or sidekick. I I feel like it should be pink razor or pink sidekick. Yeah. So maybe we can amend it to that. (laughs) Yeah. And do you know what a sidekick looks like? Yes. I think I know what a sidekick looks like. Yeah. So may I speak first? Yeah. On the topic? Okay. I'm asking you the question. Okay. So the first thing I think of when I think of both of these things is like pink razor. Now people that I knew back in the day had razors, but I didn't really know anyone who had a sidekick because in my mind it was like only something that like pop stars had. Yeah. It was, it was like real adults or like celebrities. Yes. Like I remember reading a book, like a YA book in elementary school that like the girl having a sidekick was like a big plot point. So I have to say pink razor due to just the fact that I've had experiences with the razor. Yeah. And also like the pink razor you can flip, you know, flip open and close like that. You know what the algorithm is slowly pushing on me? Hmm. That new smartphone that like bends in the middle. Yeah. Are you getting that too? I did maybe a few months ago. I'm getting it hard. Not recently. Yeah. And I'm I am targetable. I hate that about myself, but I really am. I understand. I mean, it's basically just completely based on nostalgia, which I yes. get. I mean, look at I us. I mean, it's like what look at us. Why would you, I guess it could fit in your pocket easier? I don't it know. It looks cool. Yeah, but it just looks like it's gonna break. I know. Isn't it? Yeah, but when I watched the video demo of it, I was kind of like, damn, that looks kind of sweet. Yeah. I I, I have to say at this point, like my brand allegiance is due to convenience only. It's not really due to like it lasting longer or whatever. Yeah. Like I I used to be so like, fuck everything but Apple. (laughs) Like, boo. But now it's just only it's basically due well, to convenience yeah and like in all creative fields they've just like crushed anyone else yeah 
So anyway, so we're saying so okay. pink razor. You're saying pink razor too. Yeah. Okay. Emma, thank you very much for your question. We appreciate you. And I think about the fact that I couldn't pronounce your last name all the time. <laughs> Emma McWiggin. McWiggin. That is it. Yeah. And I think literally, I think at least once a week, I think about that. <laughs> anyway. That's funny. Are you ready to tell me about Cadet Kelly? Yeah, I was going to say, why? Are, you, are you ready? Okay, so Cadet Kelly was released on March 8th, 2002, premiered with, it's a DCOM, so on TV. It premiered with 7.8 million viewers. And that also shows the power of Hilary Duff alone because, and also Christy Carlson Romano, but like more so... <laughs> Hillary. Yeah. So it was directed by Larry Shaw, who also directed episodes of Desperate Housewives, Lizzie McGuire, Smash, The Flash, and a, well, I took note, a singular episode of the original Gossip Girl series because that's very much. just the culture, you know? Yes, yes. Produced by Kevin Lafferty, who produced Run, The Umbrella Academy, and Wednesday. <laughs> Whatever that is. But he's he's like a Netflix producer nowadays. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so I wrote, the, as far as like Netflix things he's done more recently, run the Umbrella Academy and Wednesday, but I scrolled back and he also produced Twitches, Cowbells, Jump In, and Twitches too. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this man has a storied past. He was stuck in the Canada productions. <laughs> so sad. The DCOM Canada productions. How do you know? Because all those movies are shot in Canada. Really? Twitches, cowbells, jump in. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Kevin. Not <laughs> yeah. that there's anything wrong with Canada. You can just tell. Like, remember when we covered those <laughs> movies? Girls? Yeah. You were like, tell me those streets don't scream Canada. Yeah. You yeah. can just tell. It's not New York, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it was executive produced by Jerry Leader and Robert Shapiro, who also produced Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Interesting, considering there are some parallels in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I wrote Mm -hmm. that down, yeah. Yeah. Um, Written by Gail Parent and Michael Walsh. Um, Michael wrote American, I guess, episodes of American Masters and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. (laughs) Just like the screenplay? Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, the musical. <laughs> Maybe he wrote the book. He Who wrote knows? the screenplay. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber does not write his own books. No. But he barely writes his own musicals. He's a visionary. We Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. Because I told you. I mean, I knew it, I think, before, but yes. Yes. Um, and then Gail wrote episodes of Golden Girls and episodes of The Carol Burnett Show and The Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Mm-hmm. And there are parallels. I love there that. There really are. The logline is, a fashion-conscious youngster is horrified when she is forced to move to military school. That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, it's the beginning. It's yes, good. that one's not bad. Okay. And now we have an extended one here. This wouldn't be a logline. This would be like a synopsis, but who cares? At the behest of her new stepfather, Joe, a straight-laced ex-military man, hell-bent on teaching her discipline, easygoing teenager (laughs) Kelly Collins enrolls in the George Washington Military School. Kelly struggles to adjust to the demands of her new environment while facing the abuse of her commanding officer, Jennifer Stone. Kelly almost drops out until she falls for a hunky classmate (laughs) and decides to join the drill team. All right. That's pretty... Yeah, that's accurate. 
I'll give it to that him. That sounds like someone who hasn't watched it recently tried to tell you what happens in it. It's like kind of right. Two taglines. First one is too cool for the rules. And the second one is they make Olive drab totally fab. The cast. This is so modest, Audrey. I know, but um, I looked at the, like, like um, what's his name? Gary Cole. Gary mm-hmm. Cole is, I'll look him up. But other than that, it's like, yeah, there's not that many people to talk about. That's here. true. Of course, Hillary Duff plays Kelly, known for A Cinderella Story, Raise Your Voice, The Perfect Man, and the Lizzie McGuire movie, as well as a lot of TV nowadays, like younger. And she's going to be in the How I Met Your Father show, I believe. Yes. I don't know anything about that. Me either. Um, But guys, like, I think Hillary is a good person. But mm-hmm. I don't think she's a good actress. <laughs> I agree. And so I uh, question their choices. Like, if you're not going to cast her as herself, basically. They I, probably will. I, I don't know. I just, We'll come back to this take because yeah, I have thoughts as well. Um, Christy Carlson Romano, YouTuber. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Current YouTuber. Yes. Plays Jennifer. Um, she's known for Kim Possible, Even Stevens, and Deadly Daycare. Deadly Daycare. I don't know. Wow. And then Andrea Lewis plays Carla, and she's definitely a Canadian actress. Uh-huh. Because she's in Degrassi, The Next Generation, um, Black Actress, and Conversating While Black. Those are like her her top um, works. Is the thing that makes her Canadian that she was in Degrassi? Yeah. <laughs> okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> when you see that, and there's a lot of kind of child or teen actors who were on Degrassi who ended up being in American shows. Like there mm-hmm. was somewhat of like a pipeline from being on Degrassi to American TV shows. Yes, that makes sense. Like Nina Dobrev. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Drake. <laughs> Literally Drake. <laughs> Nina Dobrev, what is she in? Vampire Diaries. Yes. I didn't watch that show, but I know that. name is really familiar. Yeah. And then finally, Gary Cole, who plays the, what's that weird name for what his position is? Oh, it's like Commandant or something? Commandant, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's known for being- And her stepdad. Funny. Sorry. In Talladega Nights and Dodgeball and Office Space. He reminds me a lot of Charlie in Twilight. Yeah, that makes sense. They have a similar vibe. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah. Budget. Okay, so budget. We do not get the privilege of knowing what exactly the budget is because it's a decom. So we'll just give you a little fun fact instead. Primary filming for the school scenes was done at the Robert Land Academy, a military school in Canada. There were also some scenes that were taken in St. Andrews College, a private school, and Loretto Abbey Catholic Secondary School, also in Ontario, Canada. Hilary Duff was made an honorary cadet sergeant of the school (laughs) during the production. I love that. Wow, love (laughs) that for her. Love that for Hillary. She can add that to her resume under special skills at the very bottom when people just write random shit. I mean, she knows how to do gun choreo. Bro. Who else can say that? That is a unique qualification. Ask Lindsay Lohan. She can't do it. She can't do it. (laughs) She has that over Lindsay Lohan. Okay, so now reviews. So critic score, again, this is a decom, so... 
There's not one, sadly. Um, but I've got three opinions from reviewers. Uh, the first one is Cadet Kelly isn't 21 gun salute material, but as a glossy kids entertainment, it manages to put across a positive message and hit its target. Second one is Wholesome Hillary Duff movie has simple positive messages. And the third one is extraordinarily predictable, utterly routine. <laughs> wow. Okay. So not not great. Okay. And now for audience scores. The audience score for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes is 49%. And um, we have a couple quotes here from the audience. It's an entertaining movie. Not at all girly. It's like a girl's man movie. There are numerous parts of this movie that bugged me, though. I was also disappointed we did not get any romance in this movie. It was very disappointing. I also thought everyone was cruel on her, considering <laughs> cruel on her, considering she just joined. Do not watch if you want touching moments. <laughs> Red alert. Do not watch if you want touching moments. Okay, the next is really good. Also, the U is like the letter U, which is good, too. Okay, next up we have, sometimes we just discover that we really like something by obligation, but anyway, we find it. <laughs> That's what happened to Kelly. A nice movie that shows an interesting sport in military field. I love how it just completely incoherent <laughs> these are. Like, who's logging on? They're logging on to Rotten Tomatoes and just typing in, like, streams of consciousness. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm grateful that they did that. Yeah. Okay, and then two more. I love this film, but not a very good ending. And I hate the whole part about her dad and her saving him. Get real! <laughs> it's in all caps with a million exclamation points. Okay. And then last but not least, I think I've seen it. It was really good, but I don't remember much. Oops. <laughs> Thank God that they left that review. Yeah, like I'm like, were you just perusing movies, like all movies? And yeah. they're like leaving a review on every movie they think they've seen. <laughs> just like, to say that. Yeah. I think it was good. But I don't know. Submit. <laughs> okay, holy shit. So now for the gossip section. We've already covered 2002 Celebrity News many times, or at least a few. Yes. So instead, I wrote a list of DCOMs that came out in the same year. And those are Double Teamed, True Confessions, Get a Clue, Gotta Kick It Up, A Ring of Endless Light, and The Scream Damn. Team. <laughs> a, a Ring of Endless Light. <laughs> And I, I looked it up. These, the ones that I said in that list, like True Confessions and A Ring of Endless Light and The Scream Team, the ones you don't really, that weren't as popular. Mm -hmm. I looked them up and like pretty much all of them have recognizable Disney stars. That's interesting. Yeah. So I was like. They were incubating yeah, lots they were, of people. They were incubating and then they became like, um, Shia LaBeouf was in one of them. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It made it made sense. It's also interesting to think that um, Get a Clue came out this year too, because she still looks really little in that movie. Yeah. Oh, two. One of my things with Hilary Duff in general is that I feel like she looks like seventeen in everything. Yeah. Like when when she's in middle school in this movie, I was like. <laughs> that you do not look like a middle schooler to me, but she but probably was middle school age. So what we remember, and when is the last time we think we watched it? Not long ago at all for me. I think I had seen it pretty recently. Oh, really? And so, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember it. There wasn't really any gaps there. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's like kind of on the same line as 
sports movie in that yes. I don't care that much about the central <laughs> like, the theme the content yes the content yeah like <laughs> Um, I try though. And it's like, I, it's kind of goes back to what I said about like New York minute when it was like, we don't want to see Mary Kate and Ashley, um, like <laughs> running around, like trying to escape haggard. some man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, we want to see the good stuff. Yes. So why do you purposefully not give us the good yes. stuff? Yes. Okay. Totally agreed. I think the fact that she's wearing a hot pink camo outfit on the poster. And never wears the it in the movie. The biggest scam. The Huge biggest scam. scam. Like, and so obvious too, like they could have done that scene. It would have been really easy for her to just show up one day in the pink yes. version of it and be like, this is real. This is me. I'm exactly who I'm supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd be like, ugh. Yeah. It'd be very easy. It could be literally a, a 10 second thing yes or it could be at the very end yeah maybe she gets some sort of honorary award yeah like yeah like legally blonde style yes oh my god yes exactly like that yeah we could have had it um okay so she's butch (laughs) (laughs) she's just like i am happily butch Um, it's weird she like okay we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it okay so for me, I think the last time I saw this movie was probably high school or earlier. Um, my main memory with Cadet Kelly is the DisneyChannel.com Cadet Kelly obstacle course game. Oh, yeah. You could pick the uniform color. Yes. And then you had to do the uh, obstacle course that she is like a big part of the movie. Yeah. And there's specific like sound bites from the movie yeah, that like would play in the game. from the yeah, movie. Yeah, where it's like, come on, maggot, let me see what you got. That yeah. part. Come on, maggot, let's go. Let me see what you got. Heard that thousands of times playing that game. Um, And it was hard. I don't think I ever really... No, I probably got to the end a little bit, but we should see if we can find, like, archival tape of that game. It definitely exists. It definitely does. I'll, like, put it on Instagram. The things I wrote down that I had remembered before watching it um, is that she never wears the pink, that this movie is kind of gay. At least I thought it was kind of gay before watching it again. In energy or... Like, it's not literally. It's like shippable. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, subtext if you're desperate, that kind of thing. And we're talking extremely desperate. Yes, yes. Hillary Duff exudes no queerness. No, she's the the straightest person alive, I would say. Zero. She's very straight, yes. Um, And then lastly, I just wrote, I'm pretty sure Hillary Duff is bad at acting. Yeah, we're and I texted Audrey earlier today, and I was like, "I'm gonna piss off the Duff fans." But I don't even know who they are. Like, I don't know if anybody's going to bat for Hillary's acting. I don't think anyone. <laughs> I don't think anyone who like is self-respecting yeah. would do that. You can go to bat for her as a person, but you can't go to bat for her as an actress. And I'm not talking about her new work because I haven't seen it. Yes, I haven't seen it. It's just like okay. No, we'll just talk about it in the second half because I, I don't want to shit on her the whole time. But like, no, like I maybe love we should get Hillary it out of our system Duff. now. Like, I, no, well, they, it's unavoidable. Are we yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about her performance in the second half because, like, we know. Like, I am glad she exists. Yeah. I'm glad that she's someone that we grew up with. Metamorphosis Loved is an amazing CD. album. Uh, just it's very one note. 
But some people really love that note, the, yeah. the acting-wise. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's on Disney Plus, obviously. Yes. Go watch it. Go watch and it. And meet us back here. Do they use the song um, One Girl Revolution in this movie? At the beginning and the end. They do? Yes. Okay. Just, just, <laughs> I was going to sing it. <laughs> but then I just, all it, all it is is... I'm a one girl revolution. <laughs> what else is that in? Legally Blonde. Okay. Because it was really familiar. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. anyway. We'll be back. Bye. <laughs> Not bye. Be right back. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes. And luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of Seven Minute Stories, I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes. Okay, everyone, we are back for the second half of this episode on Cadet Kelly, everyone's third favorite decom, I would guess. Maybe fifth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's start with the good. The appreciate. Right, right, right. So I can appreciate the fact that this movie is full metal jacket for tween girls. <laughs> I like that you started with something <laughs> so not specific. <laughs> like, no, it is specific, but normally it's like, I like it when this one thing happens. <laughs> but my things are also kind of conceptual. It's like, did the government pay for this? Literally, that's what I'm wondering, too. <laughs> like, I'm confused why this exists. Like, what Anyway, the, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, I put, there's something fruity going on, which we know. But it's one-sided. I got to say, like, again, Hillary does not exude. Hillary's like the oblivious straight girl. Yeah. 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 But there's, like, tension between them. But, like, she's not, not really. There's more, like, tension at her. Not yeah, tension at her. her. Like, it seems like um, Jennifer is, like, repressed or something. And she's, like, yes. mad. <laughs> yes. Like, specifically, specifically, if I may, the part when like Hillary like cuts her off when she's trying to go talk to the cute yeah, guy and like, then the way she stands there and like makes all those weird ass faces at her and like watches her walk like, away. I don't believe you anyway. Like, like you didn't want to talk to They don't even seem to have a relationship at no, all. they don't. It's really not like that. It's very like the boy is the fake conflict between yeah. them. Yeah. Which is a very gay thing. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. I have to say. Okay. <laughs> I was really letting loose in these comments. I said, I have never seen such a mask woman try to ask a man out in my life. <laughs> yep. I mean. Are you appreciating that? I, I wrote it. In, <laughs> I wrote it and appreciate. All right. All right. So I think, yes. Um, the line, I believe in gun control. 
Wait, is that when did she it's say played that? Played as a joke, which is funny. Oh. She's like Hillary's walking with Andrea down like the sidewalk at the school or whatever, yes. and they she looks over at the people doing drill team in the field, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I believe in gun control," and she's like, "It's they're not actual guns, idiots. <laughs> like it's a drill team." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, like... I mean, there's still a stand-in for guns. Yeah, and when I was a kid, I didn't know what gun control was, so I... I I think we knew what gun control was. Because school shootings were happening already. Not prior to... I wasn't, like, oh, truly... We had lockdown drills my whole life. Yeah. But I wasn't truly aware... Like, I knew school shootings happened, but I wasn't aware of the fact that there were efforts to control the amount of guns in the population. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like when, I do, when do you think you realized that there was an effort? Like seventh grade? Something like that? I feel like that's some shit that they would make you arbitrarily debate in like history class in middle school. Yeah, but yeah. before that, and I definitely saw Cadet Kelly before that. Yeah, yeah. I like, I didn't know what gun control laws were. I just knew that there were guns and how dare you. in schools and I was doing lockdowns. Like yes. I didn't know why yes. really. Anyway, love a political statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the line, maybe there is a feminine side to military life. Bro, me too. <laughs> I was like. I was like, okay, well, why don't you show it? Yeah. Because huh? I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to that part now? Yeah. yeah. Um, the mom, like Hillary's mom. Oh, I have things written down. She is in Waiting for Guffman and she's in Chris Columbus films. Mm-hmm. And I love her in the, yeah. in his films. <laughs> Hillary's reaction shots to the clapping choreography, like in yes. in the final competition, there's this like clapping choreography part, and the faces that she's making in her reaction shots are so wild. Yes, I appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> oh, bruh. <laughs> I said Christie's bra energy is insane. Yeah, agreed. Those are my things. <laughs> She's grizzled for sure. Okay, so under my appreciate, I have a general note also, which is I suppose that I appreciate that Cadet Kelly is written as if she's fucking Eloise. Every time she's like, I have to do this. I have to do it all myself. And like, I do this, this, and this. Like, it just reminds me of Eloise. Mm. But she doesn't actually do anything. No, but like Like, at least Eloise does things. Her monologuing is Eloise-esque to me. I don't like Kelly, but I did write down that at least she is plucky. She's a plucky. She doesn't, she doesn't get broken down easily. You know what I'm saying? Like, she gets over the trauma of being dumped into that shit really really fast. fast. I mean, I'd be bitter, Betty, for years. Literally, like, we would... I would would literally not do it. And that's where, like, the confessions of a teenage drama queen parallels come in. Yes. Too. Yes. Because you see how they both were plucked from where they wanted to be, New York City. Yeah. Into New Jersey and then military school. Yeah, but military school is definitely way worse. Yeah, like, you got to go to a high school, like as far as Lindsay goes, she got to go to a high school with like a bomb theater program. Like, sorry, you're in New Jersey. Like literally have a giant swinging head. Yeah. At the end of, like everyone has a MacBook. Like your, (laughs) yeah, raise your bars, children. Yeah. Like your school in New York, in Manhattan, probably didn't have that shit unless you were going to LaGuardia or some shit. Right. But she wasn't. 
there were a couple lines that I thought were funny. I thought the line, uh, the khaki of it all was funny. I thought the line when Kelly's doing the obstacle course and Christy's yelling at her and she's like, did you break a nail? I don't care. (laughs) Like that was like one of the only funny parts of that. Also, I thought the scene where her stepdad is like, trying to like discipline her or whatever. And he's like, my father was really strict on me. And she's like, and your child's psyche is still working through that. And I get it. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's actually really funny. Um, That was like the most clever part of the whole thing. Just the moment of Hilary Duff doing the awkward choreography when she's trying to like show the guy that she could like contribute. I was just like, I gotta go. (laughs) It's bad. I wrote it under appreciate, but I really shouldn't have. And then also... It's not a Disney Channel original movie unless you're talking about regionals. Yeah. Regionals are always some shit well, that comes up. So what else does it come up in? Like, I just jump think of in. A, yeah, jump in. Anything with like a sports scenario. Yeah, I think regionals I think, happen with mathletes. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing. Okay, let's move on. So, worse. This movie does suffer from the clumsy girl trope. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, she's why is she just stumbling around? She's also clumsy in every movie. She, yeah, <laughs> like, like uh, even clumsy people don't don't deserve this bad of a, a rap. <laughs> like, agreed. I said, why are all why are all our movies about divorced parents this season? <laughs> um, as in us and and new parental figures. Yes. It's been, it's been, yeah. Or ev- single parents. Yeah, or single parents. Every movie. Some, wait. Every movie yeah. so far. Yeah. Has had a parental issue. <laughs> it's a thing. I don't it's know. It's just strange. Yeah. I feel like the content... Cadet Kelly is far too niche for the audience it was shown to. Agreed. Like, we, none of us knew, unless you were like a military child or, you know, your father was in the military or something, you're, we have absolutely no context. As far as I knew, military school could have been made up. I feel like it comes up in shows all the time, though. It's like they're always being yeah, threatened. Yeah, they threaten it. But like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anyone who went. Like, is it yeah. real? Like, it is real. I know it's real now, <laughs> but I didn't know. You don't know anyone who like went to West Point? I do. I, I thought it was kind of an issue that Kelly gets over being at the school so quickly. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, You know what? Mm, sorry. What? I kind of felt like this movie felt like three episodes of a TV show in a row. Yeah. Lots of little like self-contained things. Mm-hmm. And the first one was her getting used to it. So on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. Like she just gets over it too fast for a movie though. It's I like agree. Strange. I agree. Why do we see so much of the competition near the end? Because it's like, we don't, we don't understand what makes gun choreo good or bad. Right. So why are we seeing like 10 minutes of the competition? It's because they're getting paid off by the U.S. It's, military. Well, that was my final mm-hmm. idea about it. I don't like that she's learning gun choreo so a boy will like her. <laughs> yeah. But then it becomes like not about the boy. The boy is like, of course, just the classic barely relevant. Yeah, barely. Same with Confessions and so yeah. many other movies. But like that just leads me to the ending who that gets completely thrown off of everything that you thought the ending of this movie would be. Saving her father? It becomes just like, a movie about her dad's. Yeah. Um, 
it, it just completely derails. It does. Like, what would we, like, what would you say the final climax should have been? Like, had this whole fork, had this whole monkey wrench <laughs> not been thrown into it? I feel like it should have been that maybe Christy Carlson Romano gets, like, injured. Yeah. And she has to, like, overcompensate and, like, save her yeah. or... It has to be between them. Yeah. They hold them. I mean, obviously her and the stepdad hold tension, but yeah. not as much, I would say, as mm-hmm. her and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, what is the reason that they end up being cool in the end? Because Oh, because they're pair. They're a duo. Yeah. And they, like, respect each other's game or <laughs> game something. Game recognizes game, like, as I, they say. I don't get yeah, it. I don't know. I think it's also that, like, they... They would have flopped even harder if it wasn't for Kelly being there. So yeah. she's like, at least we did better than we normally would. Uh, right. Well, the the stepdad says, like, we haven't won. He's like, they hadn't won since he was in the group or I whatever. I think he might have even said that third place was the highest yeah. they ever got. And then they get second place. Yeah, so. which is like, guys, I think you could have done first place Probably. in this movie. Like, Literally, it wouldn't have changed I anything. I think you can do first place. I agree. Even though I feel like it's actually not that pro-military. No, not not like su- I was super. I was anticipating the whole time that there would be a moment where she would be like, I respect our military. They guard and protect us. And you know what? that's cool too or like something like that but it never goes in that direction she just makes the fucking huge leap of logic where she's like dancing and uh fucking drill team are the same like it's oh, all yeah. art yeah 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 it's all I art. was like stop like, i don't know that that's true obviously there's craft and there's like discipline there's skill is there craft i don't know that there's craft there's tradition and there's discipline yeah. in both and there's like repetition and practice and stuff yeah but it's not like an art in the same way that dance is no, an art. No, no, Like, who? No. Okay, the other things I had under worse, the New York City B-roll seemed from, seemed like it was really old. That just was Probably. funny to me. I hated the running joke of them squealing back and forth at each other. Oh, yeah. I actually wrote down that it felt misogynistic to me. I felt like they were making fun of them by making them do that. And I was just like... Well, also, you can tell, like, it was originally scripted as, ah, ah. But then, because they did so many takes of it, they are able to, in post add on those yeah. those extra ones. I don't I feel like it wasn't originally scripted. I thought the same thing mm-hmm. after I watched it. It was scripted as an uh uh and then they ended up piling on. To yeah. It. it felt weird to me. And they kept yeah. doing it over and over again and I was like, are you trying to make them look stupid? Like I don't really get the point. It's just like a teen angst thing. Yeah. Hated the muddy dress fiasco. That made no sense either. The whole rolling down the hill thing, it bursting into the, it's just far too cartoony. That's like what I was it's like say. way too it's much. It's like a cartoon. She could have made the decision to enter looking like that. I don't know why she would, but like, sh- sure. I mean, she's a quirky girl. Yeah. She could have done she it. She could have been like, I'm, you know, it could have been that like the dance was almost over. Yeah. And she didn't have time. Yeah. Something like that. But no. And then last but not least, why is she squealing so much when her dad comes back for that dinner? She's like hugging him and stuff. And she literally makes like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> for like a really long time. 
And I'm like, I don't know. Why? Yeah. Choices. Okay. Well, also, the dance does not look fun. That's just one thing. No. Dance does not look they fun. They all look 30. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're actual military school students. They could be. I feel like they might be. What is the deal with the mom being like de radicalized and like choosing this housewifery pregnancy? Yeah, I like, don't know. I, di- I just literally chose to not even think about it that much because I just couldn't make sense of it. I'm like, I just don't know. I mean, I guess she had had enough of the city life. I don't know. She like pulled Alana. Yeah. Like moving to wherever. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. It felt very like that. Yeah. I was like, I want to know what spurred all of this. You're literally marrying an ex-military guy. And like, she's like, yeah, Um. so I'm going to start cooking and yeah. being a... Uh, I mean, homemaker. Feminist feminism is about choice, so <laughs> I respect her choice. I just want to know what happened. Also, how did she meet him? I forget. I want more backstory. Yeah. Oh no, they met. They met at a wedding. They met oh, at someone right. else's yeah, wedding. Yeah, that's what it was. That seems plausible. That is plausible. Okay, when they do the ribbon dance at the end, is that music diegetic or non diegetic? The One Girl Revolution music. It's it's non diegetic. Realistically, but the way that they sound design it, it makes it sound like they want it to be diegetic. I don't remember, actually. I, I don't remember that part. I, clearly, I blacked out. Yes, okay. What was with the way that Dream Boy or, you know, whatever, was speaking to Kelly? Like, the, some of the lines to me, I was, he like, was like, eh, that's an order. He goes, give me some spit. <laughs> oh, my God. I wrote that <laughs> down, too. And he goes, do it again. And that's an order. <laughs> whoa what's going on i also wrote that down i was like mm, i don't know you like, seem like you're 18 and she seems like she's 14 yeah Just like saying. there's something suspicious going on also the way that he like made christy carlson romano reveal her messed up hair in the courtroom yeah i'm like i was like oh you're a dick you suck i kind of wish there had been a scene where they like where, like, you saw other cadets or whatever talking about how much she sucked, even more than just in the beginning. Like, because I kind of felt bad for her. She kind of yeah. didn't have a lot of character. No, not at all. Super one note. Yeah. Um, And we you know what we should discuss in yes. more detail? This isn't technically dated or problematic, but just the entire, because we haven't talked about it, the entire storyline of Andrea and the, the, what's her name? Carla. And, um... Oh, being yeah. the replaced friend. Yes. Like when once Kelly's best friend from her old school comes back, like Carla feels replaced and like she's not important. I was like, this is a good storyline to put in a kid's movie. Yeah, I agree. Because that is far more relevant to most kids than, you know, some boy or like competing for a boy. Yeah. Like that is way more real. Yeah. And I liked that that was in there and that they also addressed it verbally. I also thought the way that it got tied up was a little bit fast, though. Yeah, sure. But also, it didn't really seem like... Like, Carla accepted the apology in an appropriate manner. Like, she she wasn't like, yeah, I'm so happy. She was just like, okay. Yeah, she was like, fine. Yeah. And I thought that was good. I liked that, too. And that they... Kids would even be able to verbally express, like, what kids... What, like, middle school, high school age kids are, like verbally confronting each other like like that's not I happening. feel this way because of this and then the other person's like I'm sorry you feel that way because of this I'll try to do this like yeah it's not a it's a good modeling yes positive modeling example for sure but I didn't really find generally too many like issues with Carla 
No, she was. I mean, the only thing is that she's like, well, is she tokenized? I feel like maybe a little bit because she was like, this place is heaven compared to where I came right. from. I was kind of like, mm. but, but like that could be true. I mean, yeah, it could be true. But it's just that she and she's not the only black she's girl the only in the school black speaking character, but she though. is the only black speaking character or like named character. Yeah. Um, I also felt that way a little bit with the girl who like covers for um, Christy Carlson Romano when oh, yeah. Kelly's doing the obstacle course yeah. for like the third time wait but you're in military school in the u.s yeah. how did you get here like what are the circumstances of this situation can you even serve if you're not an american i have no idea we don't know anything about military i don't know anything about military school uh or maybe anybody can go to military school i think that anybody or can if it go was, to military school yeah I mean, or also she very well could be an american citizen who's like parent like she could be a citizen having been born in another country like that's possible yeah that's true or her parents could have like she could be first generation something like that there was just something about her, kelly being in the mud and the slop yeah. and her being like this reminds me of my home country <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> sure i thought that was weird but i actually thought that actress was really cute yeah. Like, she did a good job. This is the story of a family's <laughs> radicalization. It's they're being plucked from the radicalization. Rad well, I guess radicalization <laughs> towards military shit. Yeah. I won't be expanding upon that. I thought it was really funny when the mom was like, so I'm having a baby. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's like, I'll still love you. <laughs> like, immediately, I was like, damn. Like, okay. No one asked. <laughs> she wasn't questioning. She, she probably assumed her own Ooh. mother would still love her. But, like, okay. Oh, you know what part I hate? What? I don't know. I've been oh, told. I hated that part, too. Jennifer's hair is painted gold. Also, it's not painted gold. There <laughs> it was, was like, no rainbow. Gold. Yeah, but I don't even think there's <laughs> yellow in it. No, I think there is a gold strip. I'm pretty sure there is. You know what that reminded me of? Do you remember that thing from Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. Yes. I don't know what has been said. I like scaring kids in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's been said. I love scaring kids in bed. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I heard that. I want to know if that's from, uh, is that from the movie or from bonus features? It's from the movie. It's in the montage. Like the I just rewatched Monsters, Inc. So yeah. it's fresh in my mind. Yeah, it's in the training montage at the beginning. Yeah. We've reached the end of our notes here. Is it good? <laughs> now, <laughs> it's, it's better than, you know what? I don't, it's better than Thumbelina. <laughs> It's definitely better than Thumbelina, mostly. But it is, is it more entertaining than Thumbelina? No. Uh, no, probably not. I don't think. I so. think there's some what it, whatever the the reviewer said, it, like routinely boring or yes, something. Yes. Positive messages, though, like the government got what they wanted. I guess. Like, who came up with this idea? I just am confused, but it was fine. It was all right. Um, it's like a solid six out of ten. Maybe yeah, even a five, five out of ten. I think it's like a five out of ten. Just it's just you could have all these elements and like rearrange them. If honestly, if they were even just doing something else, like 
It could have been boarding school or something. I don't know. Finishing school. Yeah. Sent her off to be a lady. That could have had some like weird half-baked feminist statements in it. Yeah. Just like, what do we do with Miss Duff? They were really just throwing her around. They were throwing she her around. She was doing their bidding. She did her best though. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was a child actor given that shit, I'd be like, um, can I opt out of this? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Does, does anyone love this movie? Was this anyone's favorite? Like, I just can't imagine it being no, anyone's favorite. Probably not. She doesn't but even have a song in it. If it was, let us know. Like, if you, you may be entitled to financial can write an essay defending Cadet Kelly. Like, please do. Please go there. Do you think that this movie inspired anyone to want to go to board or to military school? Uh, yes. I mean, literally millions of people have seen it so yes like it's got to be at least it's somebody's five. truth insane <laughs> hillary duff should have to pay them yeah or disney <laughs> somebody's got to pay up it's a troubling idea oh man okay that's what i have to say you have anything else to say nope all right we did it we did it please let us know if it was your fave don't kill us because we don't think hillary <laughs> duff is a good actress but we like her as a person yeah. And as a cultural presence. And that when she did that choreography for that one song, you know what I'm talking about? That really bad choreography that went viral. Yes. Um, She did that. Yeah. And she recently posted a TikTok where she did the choreo again. Like, Yes. She's funny. Yes. I like that. Yes. And she did those anti-homophobia. Yeah. Ads. Like she's. When you say that's so gay. Is do you realize gay? what you say? Yeah. Love that. Grow up. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Okay. I believe that's all we have to say for this uh, stupendous film. Again, if you would like to get yourself some sleepover cinema merchandise, go to www.tubingpictures.com slash shop. Plenty where that came from. Yes. I will write you a note. Literally, I am the shipping person and I will write you a note. Fulfillment center. We will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. So long. Bye. Sleepover Cinema is a production of Evergreen Podcasts, produced, edited, and engineered by us, Hannah and Audrey Leach. Sleepover Cinema is mixed by Sean Rule Hoffman with theme music by Josh Perlman Hall. Executive producer of this show is Michael D'Aloya. You can find more from us at evergreenpodcast.com slash sleepover dash cinema and keep up with our latest creative projects at tupingpictures.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at tupingpictures and would love to hear from you there. And if you love Sleepover Cinema, if it's become a staple of your weekly routine, or if it's a new show you've been listening to, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode with a few friends, maybe even both. We'll chat again soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. 
and subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast was produced with the support of the Ohio Motion Picture Tax Credit and in partnership with the Ohio Development Services Agency.